Hello, hello, Lisa here. Since you're listening to this particular podcast, I imagine you're likely a leader in the area of talent, HR, people, culture, L&D, employee experience, or OD. Are you also a talent leader who is longing for a safe sounding board to bounce ideas off of? Who's thirsty for some fresh new ideas that will actually work? Who maybe needs to influence multiple stakeholders who don't always know what they want? Maybe you're somebody who wants to get out of their own way and who's ready for expert, ongoing, and confidential mentoring. If you answered yes to one or more of those statements, then we need to talk. In addition to my group programs, I work privately with a select few clients as their talent management thought partner. I will help you, over the next 90 days, finally create the space, the intention, and the strategy to implement an initiative that's critical to your team's longer-term impact and legacy. Let's chat and see if there's a fit. Book me online at greenappleconsulting.ca slash contact. Welcome to Talent Management Truths. I'm your host, Lisa Mitchell. I'm a talent management thought partner and results coach, wife, and mom. Talent management leaders are hungry to learn from their peers and want to hear about real-life talent initiatives. This podcast is for and by talent management leaders. My guests and I dig into successes, challenges, and lessons learned from a very practical, not theoretical point of view. You'll discover important insights about how to elevate your confidence and amplify your influence in a role known for being caught in the organizational middle. I'm thrilled to have you listening. So let's get going and hear the truth about talent management today. Welcome back to Talent Management Truths. I'm your host, Lisa Mitchell. Today is a quick episode, very short and oh, so valuable. So let's begin. I invite you to listen to a few statements I'm going to make. Really tune in here. Statement one, I didn't get enough sleep. Statement two, I don't have enough time to get to that. Statement three, I don't have enough energy. No, wait, willpower. No, wait, money. Okay. Do you recognize yourself in any of these statements? I know I do. Well, the other night, I had a rough sleep. I was awake from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., just tossing around, you know, my mind playing a pessimistic soundtrack over and over. And it's crazy. I mean, what was I worried about? Lack. Lack of sleep. So I had this this soundtrack saying, Oh God, I'm going to be so tired tomorrow because I can't fall asleep or I can't get back to sleep. It was lack of money. Why are we doing this kitchen reno again? Why are, why are we going to Costco and the grocery store in the same week? You know, all of these existential questions. There was also this worry about lack of loved ones I've lost. Thinking about my parents, you know, friends. It's the lack of time to read the stack of books that I seem to keep adding on to just lack overall. So you get the picture. Now, I thought I'd do an episode on it because lately this has been a theme coming up with a lot of my talent leader clients. So nighttime always seems to bring out our fears and to exaggerate them. I, you know, in this particular case, I woke up a couple of hours later feeling very tired, but I wasn't nearly so anxious. In the light of day, I can always remind myself that I'm buying into my stories during the night and buying into those stories about lack is not helpful. So 
I don't know if you've ever read this book, The Soul of Money. It's by Lynn Twist. And my copy is dog-eared, posted it. <laughs> I don't know if that's a verb, highlighted. And it's really been a very welcome companion for the last, I don't know if it's been a couple of years since I discovered it. Lynn, in her book, outlines that the great lie that we all kind of buy into is scarcity. And she shows how a scarcity mindset keeps us in fear and tends to really hold us back. She goes on to illustrate the truth of what she calls sufficiency. Sufficiency is believing that you have enough and that you are enough. Now, being enough and having enough doesn't mean we can't dream and aspire and want to achieve financial or professional success. What it does mean is that when we look around us and within ourselves, we will find what we need. The major takeaway from this book for me has been, what if instead of spending energy worrying about what I don't have enough of, what if I spent that energy on moving towards what I want for myself and the world around me? For instance, sometimes when I drive by those big mansions along Mississauga Road near where I live, I wish I had a bigger house. And what's crazy is my house isn't even that small. I've lived in small. This house is not it. But the wish is still there. Where does it come from? Well, I think it's a, it's, I don't know, it's this temporary admiration turned envy. It's kind of like when you're browsing through the highlight reel that, that is social media, media, and you know, you feel a pang of something. When you see yet the latest post from that high school friend who never seems to stop traveling to exotic places. I have at least two friends like that, by the way. So when I notice that pang of, I don't know if it's jealousy or if it's something a little different, you know, I, I now choose to stop and examine it because I realize that I'm having a moment of feeling not enough, that I've, I'm having a moment of feeling like I'm lacking in something. So something that I've been really practicing that's helping is in the moment I ask myself, well, do I even want that? Do I want that? Whatever the thing is, whatever I'm seeing. And that's where the magic comes in because the answer when I ask myself that question, do I want that, is almost always a resounding nope. Because I don't want a massive house because I don't want to have to maintain and clean it and have rooms that I never use. I like having 20 people in my kitchen all at once, laughing, having a great old time. I also don't want to travel more than I already do because I really enjoy being a bit of a homebody. I like hanging out at home, and I also find that I need a lot of recovery time after I travel. So travel is awesome, but personally, I only need so much. I also find, you know, I really, when I ask myself this question, do I want that? And I worry about the business books that are stacking up in my office. You know, I don't need, I really don't need to find more time to finish reading every single one. Because even though I often only get through half or maybe three quarters of, of each book before I'm on to the next shiny object, I'm actually okay with that. I enjoyed it. I learned something. I dog-eared it. I wrote a mini summary about it in my journal. That's enough. So let me pose that earlier inquiry for you again. If you're relating to someone of what I'm talking about, ask yourself this. What if, instead of spending energy working about, worrying about what you don't have enough of, 
you spent that energy instead on moving towards what you want for yourself and the world around you. I'll pop that inquiry into the show notes just in case you're feeling motivated to journal on it a little bit. In the meantime, I want to remind you that you are enough. And I'm really glad that you chose to hang out with me today. Thanks for listening. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your colleagues. Better yet, head over to iTunes and let us know. When you subscribe and leave me a five-star review, not only do I glow from within, but more people will learn about the show and why they should listen. Until next time, keep telling the talent management truth.